Good morning. You know how I feel every time that I preach. So nervous uh, because it's the word of God. And like everything, I want to present it to you the way that it is. No questions. I'm not going to add nothing. I'm just going to present it to you the way it is, okay? And today we're going to talk on uh, Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to be on the verse 25 to 34. And the Word of God says this way, Therefore I say unto you, take not thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what shall you put on? It is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment. Behold, the falls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye no much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit into your stature, uh, into his stature? And why I take ye dull for raiment, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet, I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God is clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye, little, o ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or whether without shall be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need for, uh, I'm sorry, need of all these things, but yet, Seek, get the fierce, the king, fierce the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added into you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things itself. Sufficient into the day is the evil thereof. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity that you give it to me. Thank you for this church and what it stands. And Father, put in, my, put in my mind, that way I can speak the words that you want me to say to your people. Thank you once again for this opportunity and what a privilege it is. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As you see here on the scriptures, you know, today in this culture that we live we have a lot of worries and a lot of anxiety. Do you know about it? 
You know, before, I don't know, I'm not that old, but you know uh, some that are older than me. Before you ever hear about anxiety, before you hear about, you know, something that it wasn't there, now we hear it more and more and more. And you know why we hear it more and more and more? Because we get caught up into the carnal thing. We are spiritual, the ones that we know Jesus Christ. So we don't have to worry about these things, correct? Amen. What you uh, eat or what you drink or what even your clothes. It's so sad that you open that closet, even my closet or even your closet. And how, how you see there? Did you see uh, just one cloth? You know, I remember back then in Mexico, it was uh, places... They only have one pair, and they, that pair of shoes, only they use it on Sundays because they go to church. Other than that, even they have, you know, no shoes at all. And you know how bad it is to know the truth, that what is telling us here, the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, hey, don't worry about these things. Please, don't worry. And what happened? Right now, I can read your minds, and you are thinking what you're going to eat right now. And he said, don't worry, what I'm going to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you. Correct? Because we are a worry people and we are excited people that we get anxiety for everything. Brothers, you know that the doctor, he make a lot of money because we get so excited about it and so the anxiety is on us because the things that we don't believe. But if you believe in things... What happened? Things disappear. But if you believe in God and the things that God is going to provide to you, these things don't disappear. Let me go to history. Back, way back then. When God, he created Adam and Eve. He put them in this nice garden, right? According to Genesis. It's a beautiful garden what they, they used to live. Okay. God say, well, let me see. Uh, I'm going to put this tree. I'm going to put the other tree. I'm going to put the other tree. But one tree you shall don't eat. Okay, but all the rest you can eat. Can you imagine, brother, how good it was there? They don't worry about how they're going to eat. God provides for them. So don't you think that God, he can provide for you and I today in this 21 century? It's the same God. God never changed. God never, never, never going to change. It's, it was back then, it is now, and it's going to be in the future. Okay? Well, he said that he's going to make you uh, a nice house to live on. He already is on it. And I can wait that day, sister. Why? Because we're going to be in better hands than we are right now. That way, because when we die, all this mind that we have, a carnal mind, is going to disappear. It's going to go away. So now we're going to think, Brother Gerald, we're going to think just only the spiritual way. We don't have to worry about this flesh. Because it's a big battle that what we have. You and I, we have this big battle. You knew 
in, the, in Christ or you all in Christ. You have the same battle that everybody here, we have them. The difference are, the, the, in this battle, is going to win whoever you feed them more. If you feed them with the word of God, I guess what's going to happen? You're going to be on the spiritual way. But if you feed them on the carnal way, well, I guess what's going to happen? You're going to be what? In the carnal way. Okay, well, but here he say, don't worry about nothing. I take care of everything. You know, and then in verse 30, he say, gee, little faith. He's talking to his disciples. They already see so many miracles that happened before. And he's talking to them that way they can get it to themselves. And I'm talking to you that way we can get it to ourselves. Talking me first. Because this is not preaching to you, it's preaching to me. Because so many times we forget about it. God is good. He give you everything, but he say, gee, little faith. Why he say that? What do you think that he, he was saying all these things for? Well, the, it's simple because they are so carnal, like you and I. Okay? Let's, let's, let's have a little history here. When uh, Moses and Aaron, and we are having this lecture on... Uh, uh, Sunday school, every Sunday we have this lesson. Okay, what happened with the tribe of Israel? Aaron and Moses, they went and talked to Pharaoh. They see how many miracles there. Can you imagine all of a sudden the water is blood? Can you imagine all of a sudden you have a lot of frogs all over the place? Can you imagine all of a sudden you have locusts all over the place and you don't even know what, what's going on? And here we have a little cricket and we kind of want to run out, out of the house. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Okay, well, uh, they started murmuring, right? The, the tribe of Israel. They started saying, well, uh, we are better up there. We used to be better up there. Brothers and sisters, let me ask you this, and I'm going to say it in a nice way. God don't want for you to remember what happened yesterday. He wants you that you remember what happened today, now. Not yesterday, because can you bring yourself to yesterday? This is why so we, we get in some bad shape. Because always we say, oh, uh, back then it was this way. Oh, back then it was the other way. And it's good to remember. Don't take me wrong. It's good to remember. But the bad, the, the bad things, just leave them back then. Get the good things, of course. Get them and show them to your kids. And that way your kids, they can show them to their kids. And then go on and on and on. Why? Because it's a good thing. Like bring them to church, show them to your kids, show them to your uh, grandsons, everything. But the bad things, please leave them up there. Don't bring them here. Okay, so God and his providence that he have 
Because God provides, correct? That's the word providence means. A provider. Okay, so he provides for, uh, for, for the tribe of Israel. Well, they started murmuring, well, we have everything up there. Really? You do have everything up there? It's like us now that we are saved. A lot of times, maybe you go to your head and say, well, I used to be better back then and now that I'm Christian. Let me tell you something. We are wrong. Because we are better in Christ than what we used to be before. For example, just a little tiny example that I'm going to give you. Today you know for sure that you're going to have better life when you pass. Why? Because you accept Christ. But if you don't, have, you don't have Christ in your heart, let me explain to you what's going to happen to you. And it's what God don't want this to happen to you. This is why the tribe of Israel, they went through all these troubles. How many uh, years they have from the time they deliverance from uh, Egypt to uh, the land of the honey and the good milk. 40 years, right, sister? You know how long it was from Egypt to the promised land? Well, it is now. I'm putting to you now, but you can make it in three hours in a plane. And you say that take them 40 years? But why they take them 40 years, brothers and sisters? Why? Because they doubt, they doubt God. And you know, seriously, you don't need to doubt God. Because when you doubt God, bad things happen to you and me. But when you believe with all your heart that God is going to give you what it says on the uh, chapter 6 of Matthew, what we read, he's going to provide for you what? Food. And clothes. Maybe he don't going to provide what you want right now. But he's going to provide what you need right now. That's the big difference that we have. And this why we get it and all this mess. I'm sorry my language. But all this mess that we have. Brothers and sisters, how easy it is to come to Christ. How easy it is. Okay. Why a lot of people don't want to come to Christ? Because their heart is so hard as a rock. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. Uh, Peter, he put in jail, right? He was put in jail. Chapter uh, 12, the book of Acts, is what it says. They put him in jail. Uh, after they put him in jail, they are uh, gonna to kill him. Really, what, it's exactly what you know what they want. But anyways, one angel of the Lord appeared to him. Okay, and he have. Let me tell you, he have seven, 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 seven people, right? So it's forty nine. I think it was the. Uh, the mat there, okay, 49 uh, soldiers uh, taking care of him. 
Okay, well, I guess what happened? What do you think happened? They, what? He walked away. How? How he walked away? Remember, back then, the, 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 the guards, with their life, if somebody walked out, out of the door, with their life, they paid. So don't you think in yourself, uh, the guards, they have to be, I mean, right on it, 24-7 like this, brother. Just watching him, because if not, if not he walk or they deliver him, what's going to happen to him? He will pay the consequences of not guarding the, the, his um, prisoner right, okay? Well, what a miracle of God, right? But you know, that's, that's nothing. Because he went where they are praying about him. And what happened? He going, knocking the door and nobody listened. And he back again till some uh, girl went and opened the door. And he see him. What he was praying about, brothers and sisters? To be what? To be delivered, right? It was a praying of them. Okay? Well, why, he, why she went out and see him and say, Whoa, what? Who is this guy? I know him. So he went in. And all the disciples that he was there, what happened? They got amazed. What he was praying for? You see, doubt is not good for you and I. You believe, you believe. Simple. And nobody can take away your salvation. Nobody. Once you save, you always save. And you know, a lot of people up there is preaching another stuff that is so unreal. They say that you have to do this, 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 that way you can be saved. Brothers and sisters, you don't need nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we sing the hymn today. Nothing but the what? The blood of Jesus. That can make me white a what? Okay, so it's only the way. But what happened? You and I, without God. Oh, what are we going to eat today? We don't have nothing in the, in the uh, 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 refrigerator. Thank you, sister. Huh? What are we going to eat? Oh, what? What I'm clothes I'm going to put on. What a shoes I'm going to wear. Brothers and sisters, if you in Christ, don't worry about it. Let him worry about it. He say, come to me. All the what? They are, you have a, he will give you, a Wednesday, Brother Tucci, he teaches this. He will give you what? Rest. I don't know how is your life today, but I know something. 
that if you're doubting God, please don't doubt him. Because he will make you one of his. And he will. Only the thing is that a lot of times we doubt God. You think uh, maybe you're here today and you have problems. But if you give it to God, God is going to resolve your problems. No matter how big they are or how small they are, God will solve your problems. As the examples that I give you, do you see anything that he don't solve? The Bible, you know, we, we always say, you know, the tribe of Israel, uh, the Jews, always we say, oh, well, these guys, how hard-headed, what, you know, they used to be. And uh, can we say that today? How hard-headed we are? Because really, our, our head sometimes is so hard, they don't want to come in nothing. Huh? But we take, <laughs> take all to the, the, the tribe, right? We say, well, these guys, they don't understand or what? You know what the privilege is that you have now in your lap? some books so important that if you read it and I guarantee you this just read it often and you will see how your, your, your life change why? because you trust more him than yourself you know you ever try to do something about yourself and uh, how you feel about it when the things don't go right. Because you're trying to do it yourself. You know, this is why I came to know Jesus Christ one time in Bakersfield, uh, this, in Bakersfield, in Downey. This brother, he had his time to go to my house and tell me about Christ. And he told me this way. He goes, you can make your life difficult or you can make it easier. Which way you want? And I say, of course, easier. He goes, well, it's only one thing that you need to get out. And I say, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you need to get out yourself out. And let God work in you. And then you see the difference. But see, a lot of times you and I, we don't let God do the difference, we want to make the difference, and this is why the shape that we are today. Because we don't let him do the, his business, but we want to introduce in his business. Let me help you, God, a little bit. I'm going to do this. God don't need your help. I'm serious. You say, well, who's going to preach up there? God, he already have. Someone, they're going to preach up there. Don't worry about it. Of course, it's a job that we need to do. Of course. But God, he already got everything in plan. That way you can continue your life, but continue your life the way that God wants your life to continue. What is the reason that God, and today we study that, and I don't want to get into much in that, but what is the reason 
the God give the commandments of God to the tribe of Israel. And we said it this morning. What is the reason? Can somebody tell me? The what? Okay, so now I'm giving you the reason that God leave the Bible for you and I. That way we can what? Know him. So what excuse you have today? You see? I don't want to leave you with no excuses today. And I'm saying for myself, not for you. Okay, don't take me wrong. I say it for me. What excuses I'm going to have? Another example, and I'm going to finish with this. Uh, the disciples. Uh, there was uh, seeing a lot, of, a lot of uh, miracles that Jesus Christ did with them, right? Uh, I mean, they see, wow. I mean, a lot of them. Okay? So one time, God, he said, let's go across, and that way we can, uh, we can uh, have something there. Okay? So they jump on the boat. But all of a sudden, I mean, everybody be in a boat when it's uh, the uh, bad uh, weather, how it is. I know some of you are. Well, it's going like this, right? My wife and I, we had this experience last time. We went to uh, vacations, and we jumped on one of the ferries. And the uh, oh, Lord, Hatata is going to be there for me and for her, too, you know, not just for me. but So anyways, uh, I mean, it was pretty bad. Well, this one they say on Mark, uh, the book of Mark, uh, chapter 4, they says that it was tremendous wind. I mean, almost about two. And, and Jesus, he was, you know, asleep. And the disciples, how it was the disciples, brothers and sisters? There was a whole insanity, right? I mean, they was so bad. Why? They was with the master. Thank you, sister. Because their faith, what happened? They went away. It's not what happened to you and I today. My point to bring this message to you is this. You, the one they're saved already, just remember, God can do everything in your life. If you allow God to do it, Let's put it that on our heads. If I let God do it, he's going to do a big change. But if you don't, you on your own. Now, for those that don't know Jesus, like say again, life is easy in this life. But it all depends which way you want it. It's not what your dad say to you when you was little. Why you make some things so difficult? Why? 
I'm telling you this is for a reason. Why you make them so difficult? Because we are what? Rebellious, right? Well, let me tell you something. Right now is the time. Don't rebel to God. Let the Holy Spirit that is here, let the Holy Spirit touch in you. And you know what? He's touching you. But allow Him to do the change in your life. You say, no, no, no. I need to leave this before I come to the knowledge of God. No, no, no. I have to leave that before I come to the knowledge of God. No, no, no. You don't need to leave nothing. Come as you are and let God save you. And you know what? You don't have no excuse. Us that we are saved, same thing. We don't have no excuse. Let the Lord touch you. Let the Lord leave you with the Holy Spirit that work in you because you have it inside. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. And please don't put nothing against the Holy Spirit. You think that you're going to win the battle by yourself? No. You know, with this, I promise you, I finish. David, when he went to see the big giant man, you think he went with fear? No fear, huh? You think he went without? And you know, just get this one. What do you think that he grabbed five stones? With one it was sufficient, but he grabbed five just in case the other four tribes that he was against God, they go to it. That way he can boom out the other five and not going to be one. He's going to be five. But what happened after he destroyed the Goliath? He told him, he said, hey, 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 hey. Too much talking, buddy. Too much. You don't need to talk about that, my God. You, I'm going to give you all your body to where? To whom? I'm sorry. To who? To the, feet, to the beast. That way they can eat them, right? That is no fear. He knows exactly what's going to happen. You think he was, oh man, it's a pretty good distance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him right on the forehead and that way he can drop dead. That was no fear because he knows what he needs to do. Only grab the, the sling, put the rock on it, swing it a couple of times and boom, right on the head. Yes or not? And that is what happened? Why? Because he trusts the Lord. And he was one of the best kings. David was one of the best ones. Like any other man, he had his faults. God doesn't expect for you to be perfect. He don't look perfection on you. He look 
for the sins that we have. And you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> How it is this? Well, because if he looked perfection for you, he don't come and save you. This is why. Come as you are. Don't let nothing, nothing in here uh, hurt God. Right now the Holy Spirit is working. I know for sure. Because God, he is good. And he always be. But it's except to you if you want to make the changes in your life. If you want allow God to change your life, change my life. Like say again, brothers and sisters, and there is my brother here, my brother there, my brother, that don't let me uh, uh, how I can say it. Uh, they don't, don't, don't let me lie to you. Okay? Mislead to you. Okay? I'm talking to you, of course, because I'm preaching to you. But you know what? I'm preaching to me. And you say, brother, really? Yes, really. Because if I allow God to do things in my life, I'll be better off. But it's you and I, nobody else. This is why I say I don't want to leave you with no excuses. What is the excuse today? If you are here, you have many, many problems. Uh, when the song director comes and the sister, that way we can play a song. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Don't put no obstacles in front of you. Let God deal with you. And he will deal with you. But it's you. I can don't force nobody. And you know what? The neat thing about it, about God, that he don't force nobody. This is why you come as what? As you are. Don't let God down. He's talking to you as you already say, and he's talking to you that don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. Brother and sister, can you come and that way we can sing? Allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Just allow him to do the things that he needs to do in your life. He can change things in your life. If you have any need, don't doubt. God knows your needs. Don't doubt. God will supply your needs according to his riches and glory.